Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to KLT, KLT HD2 on Odyssey Station. The 8 at 8, the Ocho, here we go. One. This guy comes to play every single day. He's a winner, he knows how to win. And when he comes in, in here with that approach, that mentality, that mindset, um, we know what he's capable of doing. That's Joe Espada talking about Alex Bregman. I think Bregman is prime for a big year. Contract year for Bregman. He's in great shape. I think most importantly, B. Scott, Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne today, um, he has put together two extremely healthy seasons. Like I think that's the biggest thing for Bregman. Like he's He has become a guy, knock on wood, that you can say, okay, we know we're getting 150-plus out of this guy this year. Yeah. And um, I think that's the biggest thing he's had to display the last few years, more than his glove, more than the bat, more than putting together great performances in the postseason. I think showing he can stay on the field. And I think I think Bregman, I think Bregman's going to have a huge year, and it might hurt come this time next year yeah. if he's playing in another uniform. But whatever, if it helps him get to a World Series, so be it. Yeah, and I think he's very clearly auditioning for – Another team, more than likely. Like, I don't think that the deal that he's going to be in line for is going to be a deal that Jim Crane is apt to pay. Like, it's going to be just forget the number, you know, the actual million dollar number, hundreds of million dollar number. Just think about the years. He's not going to, I don't think he's going to settle for anything less than a seven year deal. And it's probably going to be more than that. So, this is more likely than not Alex Bregman's final season as an Astro. Mm hmm. On the, on the other side of that is a big payday somewhere. I don't know, and Alex can't know, to be honest, if that payday is going to be somewhere that's going to be anywhere near as competitive as what the Astros are on a year-to-year basis. Yeah. Like, this could be not only the end of us with Alex Bregman, but it could be the end of Alex Bregman perpetually competing for a World Series year in and year out. He, it could be one of those sell your soul, and it's not. I don't mean it that dramatic, but sell your soul for the money. Go get the three hundred million dollars, but also go play for the Toronto Blue Jays and maybe be a wild card year year in and year out, and not compete for the World right, Series. Right, right. Like how, like Springer, Springer and Correa are the two that I think of. Yeah, like where okay, like it's it's it had to have felt weird for the two of them. Like, yeah. okay, we're not playing. I'm not playing in the ALCS this yeah. year. I yeah, play no. in the ALCS every year. What? Enjoy the Twins. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy enjoy the AL Central. Yeah. Or just being another competitive team in the AL East. Yep. Have fun with that while while the Astros continue to, well, yeah, I guess until last year, dominate yeah. the AL West. Two. All right. Mike Evans should be out there in free agency. Diana Rossini of The Athletics said that the, the uh, yesterday came and went with no contract for Mike Evans. Yesterday was kind of a key day because – Yesterday was the voiding of his contract, which triggered some salary cap effect in Tampa Bay. 
the Bucks had some incentive to get a deal done yesterday with Mike Evans, and they were unable to do it. Yeah. So now we look ahead and we ramp up for free agency in a few weeks. The franchise tag window opens today. I don't think Evans is getting the franchise tag from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll see. Um, but uh, a lot of Texan fans, B. Scott, very excited about the possibility of the Texans courting, maybe even signing Mike Evans. Yeah, I- I'm excited about the possibility. I'm excited about the conversation, the idea. Now, do I think it's wise or smart or likely? Not really. Not really. What's but- the number you do it at? Forget about years, just like average annual value. Ooh, uh, well, so average annual value, you know, I, I do think that Mike Evans is a $20 million a year player. Yeah. But l- the way I try to think about it, Sean, is in terms of guarantees. Yes. And I'm going to give the number. I would go ahead and guarantee Mike Evans, and this is this is an unrealistic number, but my number is $35 million. $35 million, okay. You know, and maybe make the deal be something close to 18 to $20 million a year. But the guarantee is $35 million. Let's go try to win the Super Bowl now yeah, in yeah. 2024 and revisit the conversation next year on how we're going to finagle our cap figures that, and numbers and how we're going to pay a guy. Yeah, I think that's what people – I mean, it's a reminder we give people all year. And it's not the most radio-friendly thing, but it's the guaranteed money that matters. Like, you're going to hear or see numbers for guys. You know, four years, $80 million. Oh, man. Boy, year four. I, I don't know about it. I don't know about paying him when he's thirty four, thirty five. You don't have to. Yeah. Most of these deals. If it's four years eighty, it means probably fifty of it's guaranteed. There you go. You can get out of it. It's not painless, but it's yeah. not super painful. Yeah. To get out of it after maybe a couple three years. Yeah. And and fifty's probably a more real realistic figure. I'm just being fan. That's your number. Thirty five is your number. Thirty five. Thirty five is your that, number. That'd be my number. I don't, I don't. I don't feel like that would be Mike Evans's number. No. No. It's <laughs> definitely not. Three. Um, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN.com says there is a buzz around the league that the Texans could be seeking a running back. Okay, Word could is key here. I get it. It's not a report. But he does name Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry as two possible targets for the Houston Texans. We had somebody ask this earlier. I'll bring it up here in the Ocho here, uh, B. Scott. Um, if you could sign, let me add parentheses here, knowing full well the price tag is different on each of these things. If you could sign an elite free agent running back, which to me means Saquon or Henry or Josh Jacobs, or an elite free agent wide receiver, which to me would mean Mike Evans, T. Higgins, maybe I'm missing somebody. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, Calvin Ridley's on the list. Calvin Ridley on the list, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's a Texans kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which would it be for you? Elite running back at that price, at a running back price, or elite wide receiver at a wide receiver price? Yeah, and I've done this before. i tried to think through this. It's very much easily the running back, which is wild to me because I feel like in today's today's NFL, the wide receiver is a more valuable position or at least viewed that way. But for the Texans specifically, for what they need and for what this market looks like, like I look at Saquon, who is just I, I think is special and unique and different. So I think we're having a different conversation about Saquon than we would about most running backs. I think Derrick Henry is also very specific in terms of what he can offer you and what that deal would look like. Uh, Josh Jacobs is just very good, also very good. So for what the market looks like and what the Texans need, to me, it's very much easily running back. Because, I'm with you. Because honestly, I would actually sign pretty much any of those running backs at their market value, at their sticker price. Uh, Saquon scares me a little bit just with the injuries, but I similar to the Mike Evans thing we talked about earlier, that it, dynamic, man. like when I, you know, my exercise, I envision the Schefter tweet. Yeah. And I go, what would my, as I envision, as I envision this in my head, Adam Schefter tweeting, the Texans have signed Saquon Barkley 
three years, $27 million or 30 But How much do you think Saquon's going to cost? Yeah, that's the great question. It, it, I mean, it's got to be. He's injured again last year for a little bit. Yeah, but man, he's so well, whatever dynamic. it is, whatever it is. 15 million per? Whatever. 15 per? Or 12, I'm sorry, 12 per. 12 per 12 sounds per. a little closer. Yeah, 12 per for a running back. 15 per, I, I blocked Schefter. On no, I, I got into thinking about wide receivers. You know, tw- about, about 12 per. Yeah, I think 12. I mean, that's what the franchise tag is for running backs. Yeah. 12 yeah, per. Yeah. Um, so if I, if I envision that Schefter tweet of a Saquon Barkley signing, the sizzle in the moment feels good. Now, his first soft tissue injury, it doesn't feel quite as good. Sean. Yeah. Four years ago now, yeah. almost? Yeah, or yeah. maybe, yeah, four years ago? Yeah. These guys paid nine or ten or tw- something like that million dollars for David Johnson. Not these guys. No, no I'm just Other saying, guys. But we, we are still the guys rooting for the same franchise. I and, know, and, and but I'd like to it. think that better no, people have infiltrated but, the, the, but, the franchise. But here's what I'm saying. If somebody was willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins for an expensive David Johnson, yeah, okay, who was yeah. washed and had shown himself to be yeah. washed, a more reasonable person should also look at the team that they have in front of them and okay. what Saquon Barkley is and say, hey, I'll give him David Johnson's money to come join C.J. Stroud and these up-and-coming Texans. Like, I, I don't want to factor David Johnson on the Texans into anything. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be the, the guy that roots for the team that paid David Johnson $10 million, but then looks at Saquon Barkley and is like, oh, 12, 13, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be. That's true. I don't David wanna... Johnson was washed. At least Saquon can still play. Yeah, and, and I, I hate to do the drive by on David Johnson, who actually also still lives in town and is a great guy, great family guy, but oh, what the man. hell? Yeah. What the hell, man? If you, if you did that, go get Saquon or somebody like him if you can. Uh, Cougs win last night. Big one. Battle of top 10 teams. Cougs led throughout um, against Iowa State. Jumped out to a nice lead in the first half. Tight defensive struggle in the first half. Much to the chagrin of underbetters like me, it was offensive fireworks in the second half. Yes. Damn it. Um, But the Cougs win 73-65 over Iowa State. So they split with the the, uh, Cyclones. They get revenge for an earlier loss this season. Um and more importantly, take control of the Big 12. Kooks, a uh, former uh, you know non-Big 12 outsider coming in, and they're doing what they do. They're just out here winning winning leagues. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a Power 5 or whatever. It's the Kooks, man. They're leading the uh, Big 12 right now. They had Rodney Terry, the head coach for the University of Texas, over the weekend talking about how, hey, we're just not tough enough to play with those guys, which was a shocking admission in, in public. I couldn't believe he said that, but that's effectively what he said. And this game last night, man, I'm watching it. This is how good the Cougs defense is. And maybe this is also a testament or a knock on college basketball at large, but also a testament to the Cougs defense. Ten minutes into this game, Sean, mm-hmm. Iowa State had more turnovers than points. Yes. They had six turnovers and like something like four points. Dude. In t- like ten minutes into the game, I was laughing. It was I, I'm like, I'm like, I bet the under on a game where a team's got four points ten minutes into the game. Yeah, <sighs> and, and, and college basketball can be slow in the scoring. It can yeah. be a race to fifty or a race to sixty sometimes, yeah. and, and that just might be the night that you're in for. But a lot of that last night had to do with this U of H defense playing basketball like it's football. Yep, five. five. All right, the Nets fired Jock Vaughn yesterday after we got off the air. Twenty-one and thirty-three on the season. Why am I bringing up the Brooklyn Nets firing a head coach here on a Houston radio show? Well, because the Houston Rockets pretty much control the Nets draft capital. 
from from now until the next presidential election, <laughs> literally. Uh, they have the Nets' first-round pick in 2024 and 2026. They have the right to swap with the Nets in 2025 and 2027. And despite all the things we said about the Rockets about 12 minutes ago, about what a mess it is right now, how inconsistent they are, how Jalen Green is is red arrow down right now, um, I would buy stock in the Rockets before I bought stock in the Nets right now. So I, I know that the Rockets are kind of on a downslide, and, and we talked a lot, of course, about the Texans and their you know improvement over the last year. So overall, as a Houston sports fan, let's call it for the last six to seven months or so, I've been tunnel vision on in season and then just, hey, what moves can we make to improve said team and all of that? All of this to say, I have not done, I've been so tunnel vision, I have not done the exercise of, okay, who might the Rockets be able to get in the draft mm-hmm. next year? Now I'm going to actually start maybe at times looking at some NBA mock drafts, which I admittedly have not done this going year. Going during the break at, to like NBADraft.net. Like, I haven't done any of that this year. Mm. But this is indicating that maybe you will be able to move on from whichever of the draft picks that have not worked out so far because you got some more down the pipe. That's fair. Yeah. So, so hey, you know, if Jalen Green is not working out, while there's no rush to necessarily trade Jalen Green, you could. Maybe you don't. But it's not like you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I'm having to part ways with this pick because you got more. With the eighth pick in the 2024 NBA draft, the Houston Texans select Kaishan George. Wait, the Texans? Small four. I'm sorry, the Rockets. The Rockets. The, uh, my bad. The, the Texans take in. in, in, in I, trade I, you for know Jaylen what? I blame Green. Ocho. He's got me <laughs> crossing streams here with the sports. <laughs> with the eighth pick in the NBA draft, according to NBADraft.net, the Houston Rockets select Kaishan George. Small forward Miami. Okay. What do you know about Kaishan George? Small I've, forward. I've Miami? watched Kaishan George play. I, I I don't. I can't say that I've watched him play enough to say how his game is going to translate to yeah. the NBA. Um. So yeah, I'd have to do a little bit more research. There ain't a Wemby in this draft. I'll there tell you that, that right there now. There ain't a Wemby, and and I'll be honest. I don't necessarily think that Kaishan George is better than some of your other options that you already. I feel yeah. like you might already have a Kaishan George on your team. Possibly. So six. Uh, Justin Fields did the thing that you do when you are trying to. Show a team that maybe you're just not in for being on their team anymore. And to be fair to Justin Fields, the Bears, or maybe to be fair to the Bears, they agree with Justin Fields on this. Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears on social media. Yeah. This appears to be the beginning of the end. This appears to be the the harbinger for the direction the wind is blowing on the Justin Fields saga. Caleb Williams will be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears in 2024. This is one of those where it's really easy to both sides of the argument. Like, if I'm the Bears, I'm moving on from Justin Fields and I'm going to go draft Caleb Williams. That, that is not complicated at all to mm-hmm, me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't see controversy there. Also, though, if I'm Justin Fields, I'm ready for a new start. Sure. The Chicago Bears ain't never developed a quarterback, at least as long as I've been living and even before that. So, <laughs> hard to think that or hard to be surprised that they didn't do a good job of developing him. I think part of it is him. But I think it's part of it is also his situation. If I'm Justin Fields, I am wanting to go to a better situation or get a fresher start and see if I can somewhat resurrect my career elsewhere. So, yeah, this is this seems like it fits best for both sides. Go move on from Justin Fields and Justin Fields move on from them damn Bears that don't develop quarterbacks. Bears are going to own the draft this year, man. Yeah, they got the first pick. 
Which is Carolina's pick. They've got the ninth, ninth pick, pick. Yep. Which is their pick. They're going to get whatever picks they get for Justin Fields. I don't think they're getting a first rounder for him or anything like yeah, that. But whatever they get is just, uh, you know, cherry on top. I think they'll get a day two and a day three pick for him from somebody. Steelers, Falcons, team like that. That Th- kind of thing. Those are my those are my top two yeah. of, of teams. Well, I guess until the, the Russell Wilson thing happened, I, I feel like he factors in a little bit now. I, I don't sure. I don't yes. know what team wants him, but I could see the Steelers saying, "Hey, I'd rather Russell Wilson over Justin Fields." Yep, for yep. example, and the, the Falcons too, for that matter. A uh, quick note here: the NBA salary cap, according to uh, Mike Florio, set to be as much as two hundred forty-three million dollars per team at first, but maybe more. Florio saying that he followed up with a source that said the salary cap is going to be closer to two hundred fifty million dollars. So mm. cap keeps going up, up, up. I guess the the thing they're trying to determine with the players' union right now, B. Scott, is there's so much money flowing into the league with yep. gambling, new media rights. The COVID losses are starting to slide off the books mm-hmm. that they're trying to prevent something from happening that happened with the NBA a few years ago where Kevin Durant wound up with the Golden State Warriors. They're like, wow, look at all this money. Yeah. Let's give it all to him in one year. Yeah. I don't know that there can be a similar effect in football that there is of a Kevin Durant going to a 73 win team in basketball. Yeah, nah. But they're trying to keep the, like, they're trying to work with the union to make sure the money kind of trickles into the salary cap as opposed to going, hey, here's 300 million to go spend. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Would, would the equivalent be like Mike Evans to the Chiefs? Which I think somebody yeah, just you know suggested. What? Yes. That's, um, well, the Chiefs are four and a half to one to get him on that yeah, board. Yes. Yeah. That, that is what it would be. That, that feels like uh, an it. elite team getting to basically get a free roll with some yeah. elite. Uh, free agent. Yeah, and especially if Kelsey's not retiring like his brother did, and if he's going to come back and that's try to play. That's the analogy. You nailed it. That's, that's probably it. it. That's, that's probably it. the closest thing. Yep, that's it. Last one, Steve Sarkeesian's new deal. No salary cap on coaches in college football. Do you see this? $10 million bucks plus per year through 2030. Two cars, country club membership, full use of a private jet. And I'm telling you right now, if I had full use of a private jet, I would spend at least one day a week just going up in the air and circling the campus. Just flying around it, the campus, maybe even maybe even pulling one of those long banners that says Sark's plane, Sark's bird, something like that. But I would I would use the ever loving hell out of this that. This is why jet. this is why we can't allow you to have nice things, Sean. No, for sure. Because you're going to exploit it or mistreat it in some abuse, abuse it in some kind yes. of way like this. Yep. Now, I, I just remember this made me think about uh, a few weeks ago, you know, crime.com does those articles of so-and-so's houses for sale yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. And Steve Sarkeesian was having a like he had his house for sale for like, let's say, eight million dollars, but he had to mark it down to five point eight. It was like, oh, but it was because he had just bought another new house for like ten million dollars somewhere else. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this. Yeah. What do you mean you had to mark your house down to five point eight million? Yeah. And- yeah. I don't know. The markdown. Dude, when you're marking something down, yeah. five point eight million, that's yeah. You're in a good spot. And it was a it was a beautiful, beautiful. I'm model, sure. Of course. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Good job, Sark. All right. Um Payne and Pendergast. Uh Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne today. Again, we're giving away rodeo tickets, Hank Williams Jr. in the nine o'clock hour. So make a note of that up next. A little former linebacker on current linebacker violence. When one linebacker calls another way too sensitive. Get off social media. You will not want to miss this. That is next. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast, Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne today. Appreciate you tuning in. Man. I think the, the audience is ready for free agency, I can tell. Sometimes you look at the text page, you look at the group chat, you can watch us on YouTube and Twitch. The uh, who do you go get at running back and wide receiver seems to hit big with people. Small sample size, but people are into the running backs, man. People want new running backs on this team. Yeah, it was the first time in a long time where it's felt like free agency could actually change, significantly change the trajectory of your season. Like, the last few seasons has been about like just filling in some pieces here, filling in some pieces there, and really just throwing you know what at the wall to see what sticks. But now it seems like okay, you've got the foundational pieces. What are you going to do to supplement that? Yeah. Like we haven't felt that way in a really long time. This is the first free agency they've had. C.J. Stroud. They had D'Amico Ryan's last year, and I think D'Amico Ryan's probably played a big role in the you know sort of the stopgap is maybe a little bit too insulting of a term like like you know the one and two year guys the the glue guys that yeah. they got Dalton Schultz Devin Singletary Sheldon Rankins you know all those guys the one year guys one and two year guys they brought in I think D'Amico probably played a, a major role in their ability to shop in a different aisle than they'd been shopping in the previous two years similarly I think CJ Stroud allows you to now shop in any aisle in the store yeah and, like there's no free agent that the Texans could pick up the phone and call that doesn't entertain that conversation. Yeah, and on either side of the football. And don't you feel like the term stopgap or the concept of stopgap also had to do with where we view the team itself just as much as those two players. Two years ago you're talking about? Two like, years ago and yeah, even last year with yeah. D'Amico, like not knowing what kind of team this was exactly or at yeah. least not not yet feeling like it was a winning team or a playoff team per se. Yeah. That stopgap was just as much about where the team was as it was the actual players that they were signing. Now, these players that we're talking about now, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley, guys like that, are better than the guys we were talking about before. But it's also the team and the players that make it less stop-gappy. Yeah, I, and put simply, 
they can shop for guys now that would start on any team in the league. That part. You know, as that opposed part. to shopping for guys that are cool with starting for the Houston Texans, which is what it was in definitely in 21 and 22 for sure. Um, I Bart Scott was on Get Up yesterday. Bart Scott had a hell of a day yesterday. Get Up had a hell of a day yesterday. <laughs> we got a couple. We got one other cut. One of the craziest takes I've ever heard about the quarterback position. We'll get to in just a second. Um, Bart Scott, the look of disgust on his face when Michael Parsons got brought up by the by the panel. Yeah, I mean they focused in on Bart Scott, and Bart Scott rolled his eyes. He is not a fan of Michael Parsons, and he thinks Michael Parsons needs to go to leadership school. I'm talking on that defensive side because that's who didn't show up. Like, I don't expect Dak to get in defensive player's face and say not today. If you're going to be that generational player, if you're going to be that Lawrence Taylor player, like, listen, I played around great players that, you know, Michael Parsons is supposed to be that. Ray Lewis ain't letting no team show up and, put, and, and lay no dud. Ed Reed ain't letting no team show up and lay no dud. Darrell Reeves ain't showing up letting nobody play no, lay no dud. He's going to perform and play with such an energy that's going to make everybody else play. So that's what I'm talking about. He's lacking leadership, right? He doesn't understand what winning in this league is all about. Is he a great player? Yes. But just because you're a great player don't mean you're a great leader. He needs to go to a leadership school and learn how to lead by example and quit talking so much and being so damn sensitive. Okay, the best part of the video of that clip, two things. Bart Scott rolling his eyes in the 10 seconds before he started talking and the look on Dan Graziano's face when... Micah Parsons at the end there said he's too damn sensitive. Yeah. Like Dan Graziano looked like, do I need to get off the set here or something like that? Like Micah Parsons was going to run on the set and punch somebody. Yeah. Um, I, which I would get off the set if Bart Scott and Micah Parsons were about to go in. Oh, I'd let it go. Yeah. I'd get I, out I, of the I, way. I would at least get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably stay on the set to watch. Oh, I'd get my phone out. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. I just wouldn't be close to it, yeah. close enough to it to get touched. Let me play one more on Bart Scott. So that's Bart Scott saying Micah Parsons needs to go to leadership school. He's too damn sensitive. He also says, get off the social media, kid. You're a linebacker. That's supposed to be a tough guy spot. He's the most sensitive guy I've ever seen. He responds to everything. Get off of social media. Quit tweeting. Quit talking about responding. And go about your business, man. That's how you change the culture. That's why Emmett Smith came out and had something to say. That was directly to you, bro. So instead of responding to what uh, Lawrence said, respond to what Emmett Smith said and maybe sit down with guys that know what winning is about in this league. Micah's sensitive. Micah responds to things. Micah takes it a step further, too. And he's had tweets where he's implied, like, yeah, maybe I'll go play in Seattle with Dan Quinn if he goes there as the head coach. Like, he yeah. just he stirs the pot, too. Like, he's, he's, he's somebody who better be getting 15 sacks a year if you're going to put up with all this crap. This may be irresponsible of me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Do it. And it's not going to get any of us in trouble. It's just my feeling on it. Okay. I feel like Micah Parsons is missing, is like, is not right. Like something, and I, I'm not in a position to diagnose him, but I feel like something is off about Micah Parsons. It could be uh, a personality thing. It could be ADHD. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you ever just be around someone or pick up on someone and be like, you know what? They're either missing something or have too much of something. Something's a little off. But something is off. Yeah. He strikes me as that. I think Micah, Par- Micah Parsons to me is off. Um, but comma, however, I actually agree with the overall points that Bark Scott is making specifically the one, like, I don't know. I can't really speak to his leadership and how much he gets in guys faces, how much he holds his teammates accountable. I don't know anything about that, but the social media thing, 
like guys, all of you young guys, you know, this generation of athlete, do yourselves a favor. If you can't be on social media without like restraining from responding to everything, then you do need to get off. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't need to be on there responding to every single little thing. I even have to teach myself this as somebody who's a decade older than all of these guys. Like you can't respond to every little thing that gets on your nerves Mm -hmm. and you'd probably just be better off to just let it rot. Yeah. You know, like I, I think he could stand to do that. But as far as the leadership standpoint, I don't know, man. Like if, if, if Micah Parsons can just be Micah Parsons, I don't know if I need him to necessarily be the lead. You know, that's what coaching is for. You'd like for him to be. But if he can be Micah Parsons, that part is good enough for me. It's a tricky thing. I think in the NFL, it's a real luxury when your best players are also your best leaders. Yeah. Um, You know, I think I think Kansas City has some of that, you know, with with Mahomes and some of the guys on that team. Um, I mean, they, they've got Lawrence on there or. Uh, they got Lawrence, yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've they, look, they've got other guys. I think. I think it's a real luxury when your best players are your best leaders. If I can localize it a little bit, I would say I think this is something the Texans are prioritizing in who their best players are going to be. I don't know what kind of priority that is for the Cowboys when they're vetting guys. Yeah. You know, they may just look at it and go, this guy's a dynamic player, 10th pick, let's take him. I think there's a reason that Nick Casario paid what looked like a premium to go up and get Will Anderson. Yeah. I think there's a reason they love CJ Stroud. Yeah. Um, I think there are other guys on the team who have that sort of. I think most of the guys on the team for the Texans. I think that I think with the young guys on this team, particularly, I think D'Amico and Nick have done a really good job of sniffing out that characteristic, especially in the most recent draft class. Yeah. Maybe in some of the free agents they brought in too. It's a real luxury when when a guy like Micah Parsons is also your your best leader. I think you just gotta you gotta look at the balance sheet and go, okay, he's going to cost us thirty million a year when it comes time. This is who he is. We can't change how he's wired. Maybe he dials it back on social media. Maybe he doesn't. He just better get a 16 sacks every year. Yeah. He better be Micah Parsons. Um, I'm glad that the Texans do seem to prioritize that. I'm glad that Will Anderson does seem like a lot more like the guys Bart Scott was naming yeah. as guys Micah Parsons should aspire to be than he is like Micah Parsons. Yeah. You know? 100%. Very and, thankful for that. And I'll say this is somebody who at the time – going into last year's draft was not particularly interested in the defensive players. Like I remember that when there was a discussion about, you know, Tyree Wilson versus Will Anderson Jr. I was like, oh, yeah. eh, eh, give, just give, go get me weapons. We did that segment a few times. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm good on either. Give, go get me weapons. And then I met Will Anderson after, you know, after they drafted right. him and I was like, Oh, okay. So like, he's a beast on the field, but he's also like this magnetic personality, yeah. infectious personality. All positive energy. I get how you might watch that guy play football and then meet that guy in person and want him around your football team. Yep. So yeah. Um, one more from Get Up yesterday. Mike Tannenbaum was one of the guys on the panel there with Bart Scott. And the hell Pedro is wrong Anciano. with Mike? What are you doing? What are you smoking, Mike? Mike Tannenbaum, former GM for the New York Jets, had a crazy idea about Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson, it looks like, is probably going to get cut by the Broncos. Let's say find a trade partner. He's going to get cut. And he's guaranteed a bunch of money. So he can sign. <laughs> so he can sign with a team, you know, not have to worry about the financial part of it. Yeah. You know, maybe make a look, take a look and see, okay, what's best for Russ? 
you know, big yeah. picture at this point. This was Tannenbaum's idea. I think he would actually be a, a great fit with the New York Jets, and here's why. Oh, my gosh. Why you want to Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson? Absolutely. Pay him a million dollars and let him resurrect his career. <laughs> I actually have experience with this. Vinny Testaverde got cut by the Baltimore Ravens. We signed him in June and went to the championship game that year. So if you're if you're Russell Wilson and you don't get no early, Mike. Hey Bart, if you but if where, where else is he going to go? He has to resurrect his career. So if you have to sit for a year, why not sit behind one of the greatest of all times and then be a free agent again? It's when when what when I was reasons. guys, where is he going to go? He's 36 years old. No one's going to hand him a starting job. He's going to have to be a backup somewhere. The the Florham Park would be like the real husbands of Hollywood. If you have Aaron Rodgers Man. and Russell, Wilson. you would have to put them back on hard knocks. <laughs> you have, have to. to right. You would have to. Where, 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 My goodies. Where, where, <laughs> where, where, you want to take this one? Yo. So the the part there that you can't see from the audio, obviously, is Bart Scott looking at Mike Tannenbaum's coffee mug to make sure make sure it's not spiked with some type of alcohol funny. or illicit drug because it's, it sounds like he might be on drugs for <sighs> suggesting, hey, Jets, we know that you got in bed with one quarterback on the wrong side of 35. Why don't you do Whoa. this? Here's a great here's a great idea. Get in bed with two. Dude, well, and it's not just the age. I mean, Aaron well, Rodgers is a bit much. Russell Wilson is a bit much. He's a bit much. It's your. It's like you're concocting. It's like Oppenheimer for diva, like a nuclear bomb of diva. Well, hence going the on. hence the Hard Knocks sequel yeah, idea man. that they mentioned. It's like, oh, well, that means that they had him on the wrong year. This is what we oh, want to see. Why are you doing this to Robert Sala? Sala just had to go through Zach Wilson for a year with Aaron Rodgers lurking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, which in going and of itself, yeah, in and of itself was awkward enough. Hey, you got your number two overall oh pick that you've God. probably given up on, Tannenbaum. but it's still there, and you're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers to be ahead of him. Now you're going to go to next. You're going to ante up on that and just bring in and bring in Russell Wilson, dude. This we know, Tannenbaum. No way he's campaigning for a GM job again. No, with that take, no. He's, he's leaning into his TV hot takery. That's definitely one of those takes that you keep to yourself. Oh my god! I feel like we all got that that filter, that that self governor yeah, a little bit, yeah. and yeah. he it should have yeah it should have kicked in there. Don't don't say that out loud. Franchise tag window, franchise tag window opens today. That's Brandon Scott. He's in for Seth Payne. Um, all right, let's go through this. The, the, the names names to keep an eye on. Franchise tag one hundred and one. If you missed it yesterday, we're doing it again today. Names to keep an eye on over the next two weeks. Got to keep a checklist. May have to cross off some of these names as teams start applying franchise tags. We'll get to that next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast, Brandon Scott in for Seth Payne. Good to be with you on a uh, on a Tuesday. Appreciate you tuning in. Rodeo tickets in the 9 o'clock hour. If you're a fan of Hank Williams Jr., 9 o'clock hour is your hour. Oh, by the way, congratulations. He's still listening to uh, James and Conroe a little bit earlier in the show. Why are you chuckling, Ben? Because I got to that an hour too late? Oh, no, I was... Laughing because Brandon Scott just came in. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Right on the dot. Yeah. I made it. He was I'm here. He was on time. He was on time. Never he, in doubt. He beat the buzzer. Never in it's doubt. All good. And shout out to Conroe, too. Yeah. Former home of mine. I, I, I got love for Conroe, man. I do, too. It's nice up there. Very beautiful. Yep. Um, all right. So today is a, uh, today's a big day. If you're a fan of free agency, if you're a Texans fan, franchise tag window opens today. It's fun to have a team that actually has... I would say franchise tag worthy players, maybe. I don't if I had to guess, if you had to guess, not a player, yes or no, do the Texans use the franchise tag? Say that's always no, I guess, because they've only done it twice in team yeah. history. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna lean toward the numbers there, the probabilities, and say no. I think that to your point of having franchise worthy players, they do have some, but they don't have a guy where it's like, man, you got a friend. Like if I was a Giants fan right now. And just like buzzed in on us and other markets that maybe have some Saquon Barkley lust, I'd be worried as hell. Because to me, if I'm a Giants fan, Saquon Barkley is the only thing we really got going for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, so yeah, it, 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 it's not like they got that level of player to franchise tag. We're not talking about that. But the guys on our list, I think, are franchise tag worthy players, or we could at least make credible arguments for them we, we could we could when we talked about this earlier uh, uh schultz and grenard and i threw the punter in there as just a, a an oddball yeah as the three possible texans he's a weapon looking <laughs> who says that in the loop or the drive <laughs> yeah uh specifically john lopez john lopez says yes. he's a weapon yes. okay i can get with that john yeah I'm not laughing no, no he, he is a weapon he's a weapon um is he a 5.8 million weapon remains to be seen hey look whenever they've had to substitute their special teams guys whether it's Kaimi Fairbairn or even Cam Johnson to some extent, you see the difference. It's not gone well. You see the fall. They had off. to do it for both guys this past right, year. That's what I'm saying. It's Johnston a, to Zentner. Yeah. And Fairbairn to what was it? Manicotti? Amendola. Amen, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Manicotti on the brain. Amendola, Amendola but with fewer M's. No, more M's. Or more M's. Yeah, he had two okay, M's my bad. in his. Yeah. My, my bad, yeah. I, I had him as a plate of food, so you were close And I least. forgot yeah. Zentner. Ty, Tyler? Ty Zentner. Ty Zentner. Ty Zentner. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten that. Name. Yeah, yeah, he was he was really bad at football. Yeah. So, um, so I, 
as far as the franchise tag goes around the league, let's rapid fire these. All right. I've got, I think if the Texans are going to go luxury shopping, mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be at one of three positions. And sorry, wide receiver's not one of them. We'll get to Mike Evans in the next hour, though. Defensive tackle, defensive end, running back. And I've got three names that I am going to have a checklist for sitting next to me at all times in the next couple weeks. And as they get franchise tagged, I will cross them off my list. But I'm going to give you the three names at each position. Then react. Defensive tackle, I've got Justin Matabike, Mm -hmm. Baltimore. Christian Wilkins, Miami. And then I suppose the pipe dream. I don't think it's happening because his franchise tag is $34 million. Yeah. But I'll throw Chris Jones because he's the best. He might be the best player in this free agency class. Yeah, I think that's fair. So which of those three do you think is most likely to still be sitting there for the Houston Texans? So, not, so not franchise tag. Not franchise yeah, tag. Jones, Matabike, the... Christian Wilkins. Yeah. I guess I would say if I've got to choose out of the three, I would say Wilkins to, to just directly answer your question. If I'm somewhere between answering your question and being hopeful, I'd yeah, say yeah. it's Matabike. You both. both, yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say Matabike in, the, in that space. That's who you'd hope for. That's who I'd hope for, and I think that there is at least a chance there. I don't think there's a chance in hell for Chris Jones, and I don't think that's wise either way to pay a non-quarterback 30-something million yeah, dollars. Yeah, I, I think it's stupid on both sides to yeah. – like, I, I think it would be silly for the Texans to chase Chris Jones – and I think it'd be silly for the chief for the Chiefs to let Chris Jones go. I agree with that. I think he's at that stage where he's 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 in a perfect spot. And and obviously from Chris Jones's standpoint, which I think we've heard a little bit of between the parade and the post, you know, post Super Bowl win and all of that, that he would like to stay at the, with the team that he's he, won multiple Super I think Bowls. He with. did. I mean, we need to test his blood alcohol, but I think he was pre, he was pretty adamant about it. Yeah. Our right, defensive end. These to me are the three biggest names that could get franchise tag. Brian Burns. Josh Allen. I'm going to throw Daniil Hunter in. I had Chase Young. I just don't think there's any chance the Texans go chasing Chase Young. So I'm going to throw Daniil Hunter in instead. Daniil Hunter, Minnesota. Jacksonville's Josh Allen. Carolina's Brian Burns. Who do you you think is left over, if any? Who are you hoping is left over? Yeah, I got a hard time believing that Josh Allen is left over. I feel like they'd be good. It'd be a good decision for the Jacksonville Jaguars to hold on to that. Brian Burns feels like he's been on the trade block forever, like since for eternity. I'm going to go Brian Burns on this one. Did you sign Brian? Brian Burns is rated the number one free agent on Randy Mueller's top 150. Yeah, the number. I don't Like, what's the number on Brian Burns? I don't I, know, but any, the franchise tag on a defensive end is $23 million. Yeah, it, I'm sure he thinks he's better than the top five defensive ends. Yeah, and it, so with $23 million, in a vacuum, yes, I would sign Brian Burns. Yeah. Like, I, I would like to have a player of that quality to pair with Will Anderson that is along the vein of sign Mike Evans and let's go win the Super Bowl. Like I would feel that way about Brian it. Brian Burns at twenty five million a year, Ooh, man, or Jonathan Grenard at eighteen million a year. Ooh, these numbers! I, I, I'm going to go with Jonathan Grenard. I at 18 am too. Million. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Jonathan Grenard. Jonathan Grenard is a player. These defensive end numbers just get me. But yeah, I, I think the drop off sacks get stacks. Yeah, yeah, the drop off between. Whatever it is yeah. between Brian Burns and Jonathan Grenard, I think is uh, not as significant as the seven million dollars would indicate. I got three running backs here, but I think there's almost zero chance that one of these gets franchise tagged. I think there's a low chance that any of them do, but maybe um, Josh Jacobs, Las Vegas, Saquon Barkley, Giants, 
I'll throw Austin Eckler in there because I think he's probably the third most productive running back overall out of the three. Mm-hmm. Although he sucked in fantasy this year. But at any rate, um, Jacobs, Barkley, Eckler, who do you think is left over? Who do you hope is left over? Yeah, I, so I, I hope Saquon Barkley is left over. He's your guy that, in that, that, group, that, that one's an easy one. That's who you want. You're a Barkley me. guy. The one that I think out of the three most likely to be left over is Josh Jacobs. Like it seems like the Raiders are having to do a whole like you know they're going with Antonio Pierce as their head coach, but it seems like they're starting a new era. They're like they seem the most likely or the most like the ones to start a new era. I figure that the Giants are headed that way too. But it's so obvious and clear for the Raiders. I think that Josh Jacobs is the one that's most likely to be left. I, Austin Eckler is probably most likely, but out of the guys that I want and most likely, if I'm doing the bridge in between thing, I'm going Josh Jacobs. Who do you think the that. Texans want the most? Who do you think the Texans would like the best out of those three it's, guys? I mean, it's got to be. It's it, it's got to be the order in which we said it: the Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, then Austin Eckler. I know the text line has wanted us to throw Tony Pollard into the mix as I'm well. I'm not a Tony Pollard guy. I, I don't. I don't need Tony. Yep. Like, give me. Give me. Like if if you're telling me that Josh Jacobs and or Saquon Barkley are possibilities, I'd rather one of those guys. Yeah, I think Jacobs. In my opinion, I think Jacobs. I think they're right there with each other. I think Jacobs would be higher up their list, in no small part because of where he went to school. They love Alabama people. Oh, that's true. Um, that's true. And 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 Jacobs has been. I gotta look, but I feel like Jacobs. My gut tells me, without looking at their Pro Football Reference pages, that Jacobs has been a little more durable than yes. Saquon has. Yes, I think that's fair. And I think that's going to factor in. I think. Peak Saquon is probably the most dynamic out of all three of these guys. Yep. Um, you know, I, any of them, any of them would get me excited over what's in that room right now. I look at, and it'd be it'd be great if they could replicate exactly what the Lions did last year. But I look at the at potentially signing Josh Jacobs as a better version of what the Lions did last year and bringing in David Montgomery mm-hmm. and drafting Jameer Gibbs and yeah. completely changing the the makeup of their backfield. You, you though, cited the John Harris conversation that Seth and I had a few weeks ago when he was at the Senior Bowl, right. how excited it got you about the wide receiver position in this draft. Yep. I think similarly, it probably, I would think, deflated your enthusiasm for the running back class. Yes, that, I mean, that, Johnny was making it sound like there might not be a guy taken until like yeah, midway through day two. That that is the true. Running back position, but don't but, mean there won't be good ones. There always are. But it's also and this reflects a little bit of the conversation and point I was making before. Of hey, I'd much rather pay these guys, these running backs. It's a yeah. weird year where I'd much rather pay the running backs and the wide receiver, wide receivers in a year in which. Wide receivers are more plentiful in the draft than running backs. Are. Makes sense. The, the the market balance of that just works out. Makes sense. All right. Um, B Scott's biggest thoughts on the biggest topic from over the weekend, and do we have a Showtime Lakers situation here in Houston? We'll explain next. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.